welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> God, I'm laughing so hard, you guys, because I just waved at the camera like uh like a little weirdo. <laughs> like you guys can see me. Oh my god, it's like 98% of people listen to this show and don't watch it on YouTube. So if you're watching this, hi, you just got me to see. I just waved at you like we were on Romper Room or Mr. Rogers or something. <laughs> okay. And we're back. All right, you guys. I'm wicked excited to be here today, and I'm challenging myself to try and do a super short episode. I'm going to try to keep this, this sucker under like 15 minutes. And really, it's going to be simple and straightforward and from my heart and maybe a little bit of storytelling. But what I really just want to say, I literally, if I could just say this and end the show, and I could, I guess, because it's my show, but I want, to, I want to go into it a little bit. Here's what I want to say. This is what I'm going to title this thing, I think. Cut yourself some slack. Just cut yourself a little bit of slack, okay? So to cut somebody some slack, in case you're like, I don't know what that means. It, it means to kind of like loosen up the tight reins, to not be so hard, to not be so harsh or judgmental or like strict or shaming, right? Like, like, like let's just cut ourselves a little bit of slack. And I was thinking about this today because I was talking to one of my one-to-one -one clients in the quest. And I noticed this pattern in their speech, in their behavior. And I always say to my clients, you got to watch your mind and your mouth like a hawk. You got to watch the quality of your thoughts, your mind, and the quality of your words, what comes out of your mouth, but also the way that you talk to yourself internally right? That inner voice sometimes. And I'm not talking about the nice inner voice of spirit or love or the divine. I'm talking about that inner critic who can be wicked mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we got to watch the quality of our thoughts. And one of the things I was noticing as she was talking was that uh, she was really, I don't want to say she was trash talking herself, but it's such an unconscious habit that we often have. And we all do it usually in our own ways. Now, sometimes we get to a point where we're wicked aware and we'll just like, yeah, like for me, let me, I'll use myself as an example. And then I'll continue about my client. I'll catch myself making a mistake or doing something. And I'll be like, you're so stupid. And I stop myself now and I say, no, you're not stupid right? You just happen to make a mistake and you're human and you get to be human and you get to make mistakes, right? So I catch myself now because a lot of times that voice that you're hearing in your head, it's not even yours. 
it was kind of implanted there. It was conditioned there. It was like hypnotized kind of in when you were a little kid and you were highly programmable. And so it's usually other people's uh, thoughts, words, language about you, towards you, to you that you're now still saying to yourself. So we have to be really mindful of how we're talking to ourselves. Watch your mind in your mouth like a hawk because if you don't, what happens is that you end up having these patterns of speech where you can be really harsh to yourself, like really hardcore, like not nice. And you're not even aware because you're so used to doing it that you talked. I'm like, don't talk to yourself like an asshole, <laughs> right? Like how about a little bit more, a little bit more compassion? How about a little bit more understanding? How about a little bit more uh, supportive language, right? Because you'll find yourself just talking and saying things like where nothing is ever quite good enough, right? It's it's like that language of like, oh, I didn't do it enough. I need to do that more. I need to do this, da, 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 da. Like all these, like almost like so much of your language is a criticism or a critique of yourself. Now, look, there are times and places for that when we're maybe looking back at something and we're trying to figure out how could I have done that better? But we're looking back through kind eyes. We're looking back through, um, you know, in a way that we can learn and be more expansive and open and seeing how things maybe could have been different or better or whatever. But when we're looking back with like this sharp, like laser that like cuts, like it's so not soothing. So um, one of the reasons why I particularly want to talk about cutting yourself some slack today, uh, not only because it came up into my mind, like I said, because of the way that my client was speaking and I wanted to point it out to them because that's part of the work that I do is as, as a pattern interrupter right? Is I try to interrupt the patterns as I notice them and then give some tools for self-directed neuroplasticity, meaning giving you some tools so that you can on your own self-directed, you're choosing to do it, interrupt the patterns of thinking, the patterns of speech, the patterns of behavior, those old fucking habits that just don't oh, just don't serve you, right? That tear you down, that are not uplifting. They are not supportive. They are not life-giving. They're joy suckers, <laughs> right? So I was thinking about this concept of cutting yourself some slack because of that conversation, but then also because of something that I posted the other day on social media. And really the gist of it is this. I taught a workshop at a friend's yoga studio recently, and it was a really fun workshop. It was like three hours long. And we did like a yoga class, some somatic movement and stuff like that, some somatic work, some movement, all that stuff, some breath work, of course. And then afterwards, we kind of gathered around into a circle and we started to talk about like spiritual principles. And I did a little bit of coaching the conscious and unconscious mind and a little bit of spiritual mentoring. And then I was teaching them a practical neuroscience tool that helps to stop anxiety in his tracks. And it was just really, really fun. And afterwards, after we did, you know, all the movement and we kind of sat together, we had the experience of discussion and people were sharing and I was asking questions. And again, I was doing some teaching. And then afterwards, one of the participants came up to me and she reflected back to me a couple of things. One, she said that it had been a really challenging day. It was the anniversary of the death of somebody that she, um, she loved and then she also told me that she had been a therapist for the last 20 years or so, and, and that she had really, really appreciated hearing me say out loud, like during the discussion, I said, I just said this, I said, life is just fucking hard sometimes. And isn't that just the gosh darn truth, you guys? <laughs> isn't it just the truth? And, and I was like, you know, like, don't get me wrong. Life can be wonderful. Life can be full 
of awe and, and magic and miracles and all kinds of incredible things and babies laughing and puppies frolicking and being on the beach, like so much good stuff. There, there can be so much gratitude and there can be so much, you know, love and, the, and, and there's all that stuff, rainbows and unicorns, you know what I'm saying? There's plenty of that. And I'm a person who tends to lean that way. I tend to lean towards the light. I tend to be really positive and uplifting and stuff like that. And then also let's just be real. Life can just sometimes be a straight up motherfucker. Life can just sometimes totally be brutal and knock you on your ass. And it got me to thinking about how, um, you know, we don't want to skip over like the hard parts, right? We don't want to skip over the personal development work. We don't want to skip over, right? The suffering and the grief, like that's part of it. That's part of the human experience. But while those things are going on, we also want to sometimes cut ourselves some slack when we're in the process of those things. Like when you're in the process of a loss or you're in the process of a marriage ending or you're in the process of a great change in your household in some way, uh, you lost a job or somebody just got diagnosed with the disease or you know, you, you, your car got repoed or you found out you didn't get the job that you wanted and whatever it is, you know, somebody, again, maybe I already said that somebody you loved has, has died, right? When we're in, we're, we're in the process of humaning, because look at humans, human and people be peopling. And, and when we're in this, this, this big experiment of the humanness of it all in our humanity, when we're bumping up against our humanity, what we don't need at that time is our own contempt and our own judgment and our own critiquing. What we need at that time is for there to be a little bit of breathing room, right? A little bit of space for us to kind of catch our breath. And, you know, sometimes when we're doing the work of growing, when we're doing spiritual development work or personal development work or whatever you want to call it, you know, we sometimes forget that in that process, we're going to get tired and we're going to get knocked on our ass and we might not always show up at 100%. And sometimes we just need to cut ourselves a little bit of slack. And if we approach, right, I'm always like, please don't use spirituality and personal development and all these things, neuroscience tools, all this stuff as weapons to harm yourself with, to beat yourself up. You know, it's kind of like, Sometimes in the learning process, it's going to take us a little bit of time to apply things um, consistently or specifically or gracefully. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes we're going to be clumsy. Sometimes we're going to screw it up. And, you know, one of the things that I recognize within myself, first and foremost, is how hard I can be on myself. So one of my things in life is to continue to grow my compassion muscles and to keep to ex extending myself mercy, tenderness, grace, and compassion. And look, New England kids, we are not known for that. We are known for suck, as I call it, right? This is my phrase, suck it up and stuff it down, right? We demand sometimes excellence from ourselves. We don't like whining. We're just like, just do it. I don't care that you're tired. I don't care that you're sad. I don't care that you're upset. You gave your word. You got to do this thing. Whatever the thing is, whatever the culture is expecting of us, whatever our little culture, right? And I'm going to talk again. I'm going to do a whole episode on this is expecting of us. But sometimes you guys, we just got to loosen those tight restrictions a little bit. I'm not talking about making excuses 
for your shitty behavior. I'm not talking about that. And I'm going to do a whole episode on that too. But I'm saying just sometimes, can we just cut ourselves a little bit of slack? Because this human experience can be exhausting. It can be brutal. It can be overwhelming and confusing and a lot of other things that do not make it easy. So again, I'm not saying that we don't try to be the best self that we can be, that we don't try to be the best me that we can be, right? The best you that you can be. But it would also behoove us to just kind of be a little bit nicer to ourselves and to take a look around. And if there's a time when you're maybe, you know, not showing up at your best, like just take a little accountability, like look around and ask yourself like, well, what's going on in my life right now? And can maybe like the same courtesy that you might extend to somebody. I've talked about this before. It was something that, um, oh my God, what's his last name? Tim. Mm, it's going to drive me crazy. I mentioned his name before. So I know I've already given him credit once and it'll it'll come back to me. But I once heard this, this guy say, he, I think he's a pastor, but he's also a coach. Oh my God, I can see his name. I can see his face. I just can't get his last name out of my mind. Anyway, onto my tongue. But one time he said this thing that I really loved. And he said, sometimes you just got to let people suck. Like sometimes when people are, are growing, when people are you know expanding and doing this work and becoming more fully themselves, you kind of just have to let them suck a little bit. And so sometimes we also have to extend that grace and that wiggle room for ourselves as well. But here's an important caveat to that right? Or important, an important piece to all of that. If you don't create the capacity in your own life to slow down enough, Tim's story, there it is. Thank you so much, spiritual team on the job. That's his name, Tim's story. Okay, listen, if we don't slow down enough, if we don't create some sort of a practice, and whether that's a pranayam practice or getting out in nature or prayer, or going for walks with your dog, or sitting on the beach, or, or you know, meditation, contemplation, journaling, prayer, self-reflective moments. If basically what I'm saying is, if we don't create opportunities in our day and in our life to slow down, you won't even notice the way that you're talking to yourself. You won't even notice the sharp words. I said to a friend today on Vox that we were talking, and I said, oh death by a thousand tiny paper cuts. And that's how we can be towards ourselves sometimes with our wicked sharp tongues. We just slice and slice and cut and cut and cut and cut and cut into ourselves. And instead of cutting into ourselves, what if we just cut the rope a little bit, cut ourselves a little bit of slack, gave ourselves a little bit of wiggle room to kind of grow into, right, ourselves fully to understand that sometimes we're going to be clumsy and we're going to make mistakes. And also to just, man, as I've already said, life can just be fucking hard sometimes. And sometimes we just need to sit down and take a breather and to be a little bit more kind. And I also know from working with a lot of New Englanders, that does not feel natural. That does not feel um, soothing. In fact, there can be even a little bit of internal recoiling when I use words like tender, gentle, kind, 
compassionate, right? They're just like, no, 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 no. Vulnerability, like, oh, no, 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 ew, 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 right? But look it, I'm telling you, me as a total masshole has had to grow that self-compassion muscle. I've had to grow that self-worth and self-love and self-acceptance and self, all the things, so all the things that come after self, right? Self-trust. Oh my God, I could do, I could do like five podcasts on self-trust. But here's what I'm trying to say, you guys. It's okay to not be perfect because perfect is a big, fat, stinky, lie, lie, pants on fire. There's no such thing. It's a myth. It's a myth. It's a myth that is designed to keep you in hell and to keep you suffering. And I think I said that on a previous episode, but it's worth saying it again. Okay. So I'm not saying let yourself get away with totally crazy behavior, right? I'm saying though, don't be so harsh. Don't be so hot on yourself. Try not to be so judgmental. And when you catch yourself doing it, remember, hear my voice in coming into your ears right now. Replay it in your head. Oh, KK said, right? It's okay to cut myself a little bit of slack. I'm not saying cut yourself 12 yards. I'm not saying cut yourself four football fields of slack. Just a tiny bit of sip, sip, as Linda Ty says, just a little bit, okay? So sometimes we get knocked on our ass, life is hard, and we need a moment. Like you see in the stars and the birds, you know, like in the cartoon when the birds and the stars are like flying around their heads because they're just like a little bit like, whoa, you know, Jerry just hit Tom in the face with a pan, a frying pan. <laughs> so look, that's all I'm saying. When life gets hard, right? Just try to be kind to yourself. Now look at, I'm also a kid. I know, I feel like I'm playing devil's advocate at this point. I'm also, a, you know, a big fan of, you know, the approach of David Goggins and Goggins is like, he's hardcore, man. He's like, get it done no matter what, like da, 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 da. And I admire that and I have respect for that. And I think it's incredible and it's incredibly inspiring and aspirational and all that. But I'm also a fan of listening to your inner teacher, listening to your inner wisdom, listening to that voice for love inside of you that says, hey, it's okay to sit down and take a breather. It's okay to pause, hit the pause button and take a break. And then let's get back to it, you know, in an hour from now or two hours from now or the next day or whatever it is or whatever, especially if you're going through um, a period of grief. So I don't know. Uh, it was just on my hat. I'm not saying this is the fanciest episode or the best episode, but it was something that I felt like I wanted to say because I hear so many people just being so hot on themselves and so brutal. And I just want to remind you like, guys, come on. We're, you, most of us, most of the people that are in my world, we're not slack is. We are doing the best that we can. We are investing in ourselves and trying to grow and trying to better ourselves. And the fact that you even listen to this podcast, right? The fact that you listen to this podcast, because in this podcast, yes, spirituality and storytelling, but all of it is also designed to... Um, to offer up tools and resources and shifts in perspective. It's like a way of coaching kind of, you know, giving free coaching away, like through the airwaves. Because if you listen to this show, I know there is some part of you that is trying to, for lack of a better word, better yourself. Or rather than I would say improve yourself, I would say to step into the truth of yourself. And it's hard work. And sometimes it can just feel like, oh my God, like, you know, you just want to grab your head and you're like, oh my God, does this process ever end? And I said, well, 
this being human kind of feels like an ongoing problem. Humans be humaning and people be peopling. And we're in relationship with each other, which then we're not just dealing with our own trauma and our own shit. We're in relationship with people who are also going through it. So again, remember you've heard me say in the past, and it's not my quote, I'm not sure who first, I mean, it's been around for a wicked long time. It goes back a wicked long ways, right? But it's like, be kind for everyone you meet is, is fighting some kind of a battle. And they're not always announcing it and they're not always talking about it. So for a lot of people, Life is wicked hard, but they're putting on a good act and they're putting on a good face. So, and you might be one of those people some of the times, right? We all might at different points in, in life. And like, even as like in the work that I do, right? And I think about yoga teachers and other people that I know who have very front facing jobs, right? Like they're not back in the warehouse stocking shelves, like they're front facing and whether that's customer service or they're leading retreats or they're musicians on stage or whatever, they're teachers in school, teaching your children, Right. You can't show up like sobbing on the job and like snot running down your face and be like, I just had a fight with my blue. Blah, blah. No, it's like you got to kind of be able to put your stuff over there and and do your damn job. Right. But what I'm trying to say is it's not always easy. A lot of times we're having to perform and pretend like everything is OK to get the job done. And I, I mean, I'm pretty much like what you see is what you get with me. There's really not a lot of performing at all with me. Meaning like, you know, when I come on this show, like I'm, I'm being me, what you're seeing is what you're getting. If you meet me in real life, this is, this is what you're going to get. So I'm not really a performative person. It doesn't mean that if, if I go on stage, I can't dial up the, I don't know, what's the word I want to use, uh, the energy a little bit. Let me put it that way. I think that feels, that feels fine to say feels true. I guess that's the better way to say it feels true. But here's the thing, you guys, and we're back. How did I get there? And we're back. All I want to say from my heart to your heart is to just be a little bit more gentle with yourselves. Be a little bit more kind. Don't, don't make sloppy ass excuses when you know, when you know, it's like, yeah, I should be, I should get my ass up and do what needs to be done. I'm not talking about that, but just, can we just extend a little bit of grace, a little bit of tenderness, because man, could the world use a little bit more of that? So you guys, wherever you go out there, all right, take your kind, your big old kind, generous, tender, compassionate heart with you, okay? Leave yourself, leave the people, leave the place, leave the animals and the planet and the environment and whoever it is that you encounter. Leave them better for having talked to you. Leave them better for having spent time with you. Leave them better for having bought your product. Leave them better for being in your presence. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. 
And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.